Parsha's Vayetze is notable as the Parsha of the creation of Bnei Yisrael. In this Parsha, Yaakov married his four wives, and 11 out of the 12 Shvatim were born. Obviously, we have lots of material to inspire us as mothers in this Parsha. For today, let's look at an intriguing story. After Leah gave birth to Reuven, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda, Bilhah has already given birth to Dan and Naphtali, and Zilpah has had God and Asher. Rachel is now left with the, as the only wife without children. The Torah tells us then that Reuven went to the fields, and he brought home flowers for his mother. Let's look at the Pesukim. Vayelech Reuven bimei katsir chitim, vayimtza dudaim basadeh, vayaveo sam eleah imo, vatomer Rachel eleah, t'nina li midudae b'neich. It was the time of the wheat harvest, and Reuven went out to the fields, and he found some dudaim, mandrakes maybe, and brought them to his mother Leah. And Rachel said to Leah, please give me some of your son's dudaim. So Leah said back to her, It's not enough that you took my husband? Now you also want to take my son's flowers? So Rachel responded, I promise Yaakov will be able to be with you tonight in return for your son's flowers. What's going on here? I once heard Rabbi Seidemann of Baltimore explain that Leah assumed that Yaakov had two main wives, Rachel and herself, for two very different reasons. Clearly, she thought, her role was as the partner to Yisrael, Yaakov as the nation builder. She was supposed to be the mother of the nation. And Rachel, the one he loved most deeply, her role must be that of being the most beloved wife of the man, Yaakov. Leah had it all figured out. They were two different people with two different purposes. She was the mother and Rachel was the wife. So imagine Leah's consternation when Reuven came home with flowers, dudaim, that were a fertility drug, and her sister Rachel asks for them. Leah told her straight out, you already have the role of the beloved wife. You've already taken from me Ishi, my husband. Now you also want to take this fertility drug and have children? Rachel's response was to shift Leah's paradigm and open her up to new worlds of possibilities. For Rachel, in offering Yaakov to Leah for the night was essentially telling her, yes, it's true different people have different strengths and purposes, but we mustn't let ourselves be limited by those roles. We can and should develop and expand in new areas too. Let me try to grow into a mother, and you can try to grow into your potential as a beloved wife. Give me the flowers, and you can have Yaakov for the night. Rachel wasn't denying that she and Leah had two different primary roles, but she was refusing to be limited by them. I think many people adopt Leah's paradigm. We're comfortable doing what comes naturally to us, and we invest in those areas because clearly we think that is our purpose. And it's true Hashem gives us talents to develop and mitzvahs and opportunities that come more naturally to us so we can develop deeply in those areas. But it's also true that we sometimes limit ourselves and we don't explore new possibilities when we can and should. I know we can apply this to our own lives and we really could stop here, but I'd like to extend the idea one step further to our children. Childhood should be a time of exploration and discovery, a little of this and a little of that. One of the important jobs a mother has is to help our children expand their vision of who they are and not limit them or let them limit themselves. Very often children box themselves in with limitations. Oh, she's the bookworm, I'm not. Or I'm good at writing, but not at math. And they can do it with midos too. You know, he's the one who's always mevater, or I am. 
We want to be conscious as we expand our children's sense of self. Yes, some things do come more easily to each person, but we can all try new things, try new ways of trying new things, and develop into full, rich personalities along the way, the way we're meant to be. Have a great day.